Table with Abram and Aisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're glad to be here. Always enjoy doing our podcast. Um, this morning, we're going to kind of piggyback off of our very first podcast that we had. I think we talked about a relationship with the Lord. And and um, recently, my husband just found a book that um, when he was studying, the Lord brought to him. And it's called Abram. My Heart, Christ's Home by Robert Boyd Munger. It's a really tiny book and they have it on ebook for just a couple of dollars now, but it's such a good book. And it really, I think, crystallizes, as as Abram likes to say, um, how to make the Lord real to you, how to have this relationship. And it just goes into... um, how he writes the book he he writes it in a way to everyone can relate to it and um he talks about your heart as if it's been as as if it's the home of where jesus lived and it is indeed the home where jesus lived so i'll let abram kind of take it from there and i'll pipe in from time to time yeah it's it's really good it pricked my heart um at times you go and you trying to have a relationship with the lord and you just can't really have one, it seems. It, it, it Sometimes it becomes just a routine. It becomes religion. And you're like, oh, this is so mundane. I'm just doing this just so I can have merit with God. And that's not what God paid for with Jesus Christ. And it starts off in rooms in your in your heart Mm -hmm. when you first get saved Mm -hmm. and he goes in to talk about different places in his heart that needs to be cleaning up Mm -hmm. it's like rooms in in your home and jesus goes in and they meet together and the guy tries to feed him some food and jesus says i don't eat that Mm -hmm. and he was kind of feeling bad and like what do you mean you don't eat that jesus goes on to say i have food that you know not of Mm -hmm. basically the word of god and you know we talk about that's in the bible where jesus uh, speaks of that and there was one part in the bible in the excuse me in the uh, pamphlet where the guy says that he was spending time with the lord and then after he was spending time with him kind of you know life started to happen which it all do for us it always does for us and he goes on and sees Jesus one morning at five o'clock in the morning that's when it was all calm you know I'll back up there was a part in the uh, pamphlet where Jesus um, tells him there's a lot of stuff going on in your life but there's one room that is is open it's clean already It's, it's varnished you don't have I don't have to do anything to it and that was at five o'clock in the morning where it was quiet. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said, I'll meet with you then. And the guy agreed. And then as time went on, he had to go to work. He forgot, overslept pop, probably as we do. Yes, and we're all guilty. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> and he saw Jesus one morning in their room. And he said, Jesus, have you always been here? And Jesus says, I've been here since day one. And that pricked my heart so much because that's that's happened to me many a time. Yeah. And you throughout your relationship with the Lord, it kind of 
go up up and down at times. Mm-hmm. Life happens. Yeah, and you kind of just, oh, I forgot. Oh, it'll it'll be all right. I'll, I'll make it up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no making up time really. We know that you can't make up time. We say I'll catch a rain check, but then you really wish you had it at that time. You don't want a rain check. You actually really want it, yeah. and that's how we we treat the Lord. There's no rain check in a relationship. If you're doing that in a relationship, there is no relationship for a while. Well, something in the book that I I, I highlighted, um, I read the book, too, after Abram told me about it. He read it first, and then I went back and, and I read it, and it's really such a such a good book, and you can go back and read it several times because it's not um, – it's not a long book. They even have a children's version, which we do plan on getting for our yeah. own children. But um, there was one particular part in the book that just really stuck out to me. Now, we're talking about um, making the Lord real, just spending time with him, relationship with him, piggybacking off our very first podcast. And we're we're kind of using this book to, to talk about that. But um, this particular place, he was in the living room. That's where Jesus and... Um, and the author met for their time with with for their time of spending together, um, and Jesus said to him, "This is where Abram was talking about where life happens, and he just got so busy going to work, doing this. I mean, on and on and on. We all have it. We all have have experiences. Some of us are going through it now. You know, even myself. You know, um, you just you get so busy. You got so many things coming your way. And sometimes you're so tired. You let that time slip where you're supposed to spend with the Lord. And like Abram said, um, Jesus was just there waiting. Jesus was there waiting. And the, the, the interesting part about the whole book was that the author was not trying to go to the living room. He just happened to walk by and he sees Jesus there and he stops and says, Jesus, you've been here all this time. And he said, yeah, since day one, I've been here all this time. And and that same part pricked my heart, too, because I can relate to that. Of how many times I miss my time with, with the Lord. I miss my prayer time. But he says, Jesus said something to him that was really, really good. And I want to share that with you. He says, the trouble is, is that you have been thinking of the quiet time of Bible study and prayer as a means for your own spiritual growth. He says, this is true. But you have forgotten that this time means something to me also. When I read that, that changed, changed it for me. Cause we do, you know, we, we feel like we have to read the word. We have to, we have to pray. We have to, if, if you're filled with the Holy ghost, you have to pray in tongues. You have to do this. And, and like Abram says, it can come become a mundane. This is what I have to do. And these, these are good things. And yes, you do. You need that. So, so that you can grow. Jesus didn't deny it. He says, this is true. This is good. This is right. You do need that quiet time with the Lord. He says, but don't forget that this also means something to me. And it changed it for me because that just shows how much Jesus wants to spend time with us one-on-one personally. Yes. Getting into his word. Yes. Um, um, learning more about him, but just also being, he wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to spend time with you, whether you're quiet, whether you're talking, whether you're singing, whether you're laughing, Jesus wants to spend time with you. And that, that really stuck it out for me. Yeah. To give a scripture reference, 
you know, this is not just something that always a good read and, you know, some to help some self-help kind of thing, you know, humanistic. Um, In Revelation 320, it says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will Mm -hmm. come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. And this is this could be at the dinner table, if you will, yeah. or whatever time mm-hmm. he will come. He will dine with you. He will spend time with you. He wants that. If you just get up in the morning, if you just um, spend has a de- have a designated time for him, he wants that. As yeah. Aisha explained, it's not something. Well, oh, I'm doing this because I know he wants to do this. He wants yeah. to spend that time with you. Yeah. And we have to get into thinking that Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, they're people just like you and me. I understand they are spirits, yes, but just in our general sense of how to make the Lord real, they actually have a personality. They want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. You would want to get to know them if you were in a relationship. That's just normal. And we have to look at it in that manner. And then we don't. And we look at him as as deity, which he is God. Oh, this great, mighty God that's made the universe and has all power. Yes. But at the same time, this is a being that wants to get to know you. Mm-hmm. He wants to get to know his creation. You know? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen those shows. Um, Aisha will watch them. You know, sometimes Korean shows mm-hmm. and even, I'm sure, American shows. They will have, like, there'll be an artist or a writer and he would draw he would make his comic book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the characters come to life yeah like yeah. literally life how they uh, explain is really good how they depict it and they interact with their creation with their character that they mm-hmm, made mm-hmm. and that's a dynamic that we can see that the lord has made us from the dust of the earth and now we're able to get to know him and those things that he put in us, it begins to come out as we spend time with him. And this is a full-fledged relationship. Yeah. And they kind of depict that a little bit. I'm not going to give them so much credit as in God and relationship with man. But it is something that you can kind of see the similarities in that he created us and he wants us to get to know him. Yeah. Um, just one other thing here you know a lot of times i don't know if you guys have thought of this but i i've i've thought of this too um how how can i please you lord and of course you know by faith you, you please him by faith but this is another area and this is something that's really important to him just coming to spend time with him he really really loves that because he loves you and he wants to spend time with you yes we yes we know he knows us yes we know he knows the best all everything about us but he still enjoys your company he enjoys my company he enjoys abram's company and that pleases him the most when we just give him our life when he when we said it's yours lord have your way with me do what you want with me and you know what i'm here father maybe today i needed something but you know tomorrow i'm here lord just to be with you just to sing to you just to talk to you just to sit and be quiet. I love to read. Abram knows that. In fact, 
just kind of funny. He wouldn't let me read. What, he didn't want me to read the book until he finished because he knows mm, I can be done. I, like I can read it minute. quickly. You know, this one would be a minute. This would be a minute. <laughs> it took me more than a minute, but anyways. Um, but I love to read. I enjoy reading. It's it's a it's a good pastime for me, and he wants that. I'm not quite sure where I was going with that, but it, nevertheless. He enjoys spending time with you. He enjoys being with you. He is a loving father. He is, um, he wants to be your best friend. He wants to be the one that you come to and the one that you speak with. Not just, even not just at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, yeah, 10 o'clock at that night. One time not of the day. Not just one time, all through the day. You know, when you're driving to work, you can talk to him. Invite him to come sit in your car. You might sound like, oh, Aisha, that's crazy. No, but he, like Abram said, he's really a real person, and he wants to spend that time with you. And when you do that, when you draw near to him, as James says in the in the book of James, I think chapter 4, he says, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you. And when he does that, man, look out, because your life will change dramatically. Yeah, this when you spend time with a person, say when you get married or you you're, you're courting someone, what do you want to do? You want to spend time with them all the time. But then for some reason, when we get married, we don't want to spend no time with our spouse. You know, I hear people, me and I used to work from home at times together, and some people say, "Man, I couldn't do that. Be with her all day, but you really wanted to be with her." All the time before you got married. What changed when you got married? You know? That's a question that marriage, married people need to answer. Um, but with the Lord, he's pleasant. You know, maybe your spouse ain't pleasant. I don't know. But that's something that the Lord wants to spend time with you all the time. Not just a designated time as we talked about. But it's something that the Lord will be there with you. And then he can help you. You know, sometimes I come up on a situation that I don't know how to do this. And then at my last wish in, I say, Lord, I need your help. I don't know. And then as the process of time goes on and I'm like, I got it. I was like, oh, that was you, Lord. I know that was you. Thank you. I know that was you because I was trying to figure out something for at least about 30 minutes. And then I, I asked the Lord to help me. And then I fig- he it's like I figured it out. I'm like, no, you figured that out for me. You figured that. I know you did. And so it's like even those times you know that the Lord is with you in your everyday life. It's not just a church thing on Sunday or Wednesday, whenever you go, but it is all the time. The Lord wants to be there. And then it was a part in the um, pamphlet where it talked about the guy was watching something. He was doing something. And it was like. He wouldn't he wouldn't allow the Lord to go in go in this room. And it was just closed up and he was so embarrassed. He's like, no, Lord, you can't go in there. And the Lord is like, why? And he's like, I don't want you to. And then finally, he went ahead and went ahead and submitted to the Lord and gave him the key. And he said, just like I cleaned up the other rooms, I'll clean this one up, too. And so we have to allow the Lord to help us in cleaning up our lives. You know, That's they right. have this show called hoarders which is so bad i'm like oh my goodness how could they have all this junk and that's what we have in our lives 
And we have to allow the Lord to help us to clean that out. And you see the people that are in need, they don't want the people really to go in. They're so embarrassed and they're crying and they don't want to get rid of those things that really they should get rid of. And then, of course, fine, they 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 give in. Mm-hmm. And that's we just need to give in to the Lord and just allow him to do the work that he has come to do in our lives. Yep. We need to see that we do need help from the Lord. Mm-hmm. He created us. He knows what we need. So why not give him the key to the door of our heart, of our home, and let him help us clean up our lives? And with that, we'll end the podcast with that last statement. And again, go back out and get that book if you have the chance. It's called My Heart, Christ's Home by Robert Boyd Munger, written in 1950s, but still prevalent today. See you guys soon. Bye.